When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is Tom and Bach, coming at you live from Koppel Chevrolet GMC Studios in the heart of Lincoln, America, on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Here are your hosts, Tom Stevens. I, I always tell people, I just hope they see a guy that loves what he does. Jake Bakoven. I didn't get any stupider, I know that. Uh, I had never been very smart. Tom and Bach starts now. Welcome in, hour number two for the lunch hour. It's Tom and Bach, Tom Stevens here, Jake Bachoven there. Uh, some news from the NFL. Derrick Henry might be done for the season with a partially torn uh, tendon, I believe, in the knee. Uh, yeah. Uh, also, Jameis Winston is done, it looks like, for the year. He's got a knee injury. That didn't look good either uh, on his part. And now they're going to Trevor Simeon uh, with New Orleans. Uh, Daniil Hunter out for the Vikings. Maybe a torn peck for him, and he might be gone for the year. Uh, So it's that time of year. And uh, Von Miller has been traded to the Rams. Yeah. That's a good deal for the Rams. They're already a Super Bowl contender. You're getting uh, one of the best pass rushers of all time. Yeah, Von Miller along with Aaron Donald and and <laughs> you know that's that's going to be uh pretty tough to handle. For the Broncos, um they probably thought they're going to lose him at the end of the year maybe going through the rebuild. He's going to be a free agent this upcoming season. Uh looks like they're going to get two draft picks, second day draft picks is what it's been described as, so probably second and third rounder um for Von Miller. So the Rams, you know, Leonard Little's up there. I mean, that's a tough front seven already. Um they're going to look Really good, but I mean the Derrick Henry news is really tough because the the Titans are six and two, obviously built all around him, uh, and he's he's on pace to be an all time great as long as injuries yeah. don't get in the way, and of course an injury is uh, getting in the way for this season. So hopefully he returns to form next year. Uh, we're gonna have DP breaking down some of the things that drove him crazy uh, during the game on Saturday night versus Purdue. He does uh, heavy duty film study, and he's got some things to share, and we'll have uh, DP in at twelve thirty this afternoon. Also, a little bit later on, I believe uh, the Frost press conference uh, is coming up. We'll have bites from Scott Frost uh, on that. That might be an interesting one, don't you think? <laughs> uh, it could be. It could be. But I I don't know that we learned anything significant uh, from after the game. I, It was interesting what he said about the locker room. Like, I can't be motivated, motivating guys all the time. Uh, they got to take care of this stuff in-house. I thought that was a weird... Uh, kind of comment. There were um, a lot of post game comments from a lot of different yeah. people that uh, would further make you think that this yeah. thing's coming unglued. That that was definitely an interesting one, and and certainly one week after, you know, a few weeks I suppose after PJ Fleck, the 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 master of sloganeering, uh, beat you down with his yeah. culture versus talent uh, comments. Yeah. Um, you know, it's just weird that the Frost is sticking to it. Hey, I can't, I can't come up with a slogan. I can't, I can't give a speech. I can't do everything all the time. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I've got you guys things, have to do this. I got things going on in my life, uh, so we'll we'll uh, we'll deal with the whatever Frost says at the presser today and replay that. I believe next hour uh, once uh, they get it in the system over there. Uh, I I'm not, I wasn't going to do grades 
kind of grades, but it feels like it's just piling on uh, doing grades, but I will play the music. Uh, and briefly, before we get to box tops, go through how Nebraska did on Saturday. Uh, they did run for a while uh, very well. Uh, they ran for 130 yards, but most all of that was in the first half. In the second half, only 15 yards on 10 carries. It felt like they gave up on the run way too quick, but they did average 4.5 a carry. Uh, they passed for 269. The four turnovers through the air, obviously a big problem. The offensive line, there are a lot of missteps in that game. Um, it didn't feel like they played great. No. Uh, on offensive, uh, the fact that there were two holding penalties, one uh, which took back a big play and I think a touchdown drive for Nebraska. I'm not going to give them a grade because I just think, I don't know. You just don't I, feel like being I, a negative I, I think guy that they're all Ds. I mean, nobody's yeah. getting better than a D other than maybe special teams. Special teams was adequate. Uh, Chase Contreras hit his first field goal ever. Yeah, A 33-yarder. He made two extra points. William Pristip um, averaged 41 yards a punt, had a long of 62. Uh, he did okay. So you might give... You might give the special teams unit actually a B, at least, uh, for their performance on Saturday night. And I would say Cam Taylor-Britt did a pretty good job against David Bell. Uh, yeah. that, that comes out. I mean, and David Bell, it, it's all about limiting him yeah. to explosive games. He still had nine receptions for yeah. 74 yards, a big part of their offense. Uh, but it could have been much bigger. And, and yeah. Taylor-Britt was shadowing him the whole game. He'd lose a battle. He'd win yeah. a battle here yeah. and there because they would target him so yeah. often. But still, I think as far as if you're thinking about Taylor-Britt's uh, – NFL draft stock. I think it moved up with his performance against David Bell this last yeah, week. Yeah, David Bell nine catches, seventy four yards, but not a great game. It was a it was a solid game by David Bell, but not a great game. And Cam Taylor Britt could have had a great game if he recovers the fumble on the onside kick at the end of the game. That would yeah, have been, I that suppose been there is that yeah. possibly. I mean, that's why you maybe don't give the special teams an A because they didn't do that. And DP was a little surprised that they didn't have a wide receiver on their hands team. Yeah, usually, usually those guys have pretty good hands. Yeah, they're all defensive backs on the hands team. I think I might put a wide receiver on the hands team, or two or three. Or usually, two or three. it's littered with uh, the guys wide with receivers the, and tight ends. You know, the guys with the best hands. Yeah. Uh, so you might want to think about that. Uh, you mentioned the secondary. Uh, Purdue did run eighty-six plays and mostly through the pass, although they ran the ball as well. Uh, they didn't force any turnovers. Any part of that defense did not. The, whether you're talking about the linebackers, the secondary, the defensive line, no turnovers. Uh, and Purdue held it for 38 minutes in that game. So I can't give anybody on the defense a great grade, although the, Luke Reimer had 19 tackles. Yeah. Uh, that was good. Uh, you had um, Nick Henrich with four, 14 tackles. JoJo had 13 tackles. Uh, and Purdue's longest pass play was just 20 – longest play in general was just 21 yards. They had to drive it, and they were able to do that against Nebraska. Nebraska, no, well, they did have one sack for three-yard loss uh, in that game. But nothing uh, significant where you felt Aiden O'Connell uh, was under any significant pressure. Uh, I thought the, I mentioned the offensive line, the running backs. I thought Yant was great, six for 60, a 10-yard average, but he just only got six carries. I, I don't get that. Like four of them were on that touchdown drive, Yeah, I they? don't get that how you know he's that successful, and you say, well, no more of that. Uh, we don't want that. Yeah. Uh, Ramir Johnson, 13 carries, 52 yards. Adrian, 10 for 18. So Adrian did not have a good night in general. Running, throwing the ball, four picks. He threw for 269, but the four picks really hurt him. Omar Manning with a nice night. Uh, he had four catches, 75 yards. Uh, Toure, two catches, 47 yards. Uh, 
Levi Falk had uh, 43 yards, one catch there. Austin Allen, the two catches, the pick that was really his fault. Yeah. Um, although a good hit from Purdue. And not a great placement of the ball. No. I know it wasn't I, – I, I wouldn't say that was Adrian's fault, but uh, – you know, it'd be easier if you're catching it on the numbers or in the hands. That, um, and the other thing, though, is for the wide receivers, their grades, too, is they were open um, a lot. And um, they just the ball just didn't get to them no, uh, in the were, right position. That Toure one, you can argue whose fault that was. Probably split um, fault between Martinez and Toure. It could have been put a little bit better, but Toure got his hands on it. And that was a touchdown. Yeah, uh, that should have been a touchdown. That was that probably wins the game. Nebraska was up 17-14 to 14 at that yeah. time. Would have taken a 24-14 to 14 lead going to the locker room. Still don't understand why Xavier Betts isn't targeted more. He had one catch, 30, oh, yeah. one catch, 30 yards. I, I, you, can, you can tell me over and over that he doesn't have a big enough understanding of the playbook, uh, but that's, in my opinion, among your best playmakers at wide receiver. Yeah, and between him and Yant, <laughs> uh, do something to get them to learn some plays or repetition, run the plays yeah. that they know, something there, because those guys are difference makers, uh, and you just don't use them enough. And yeah. it's, you know, it, it, it's it's one of those things, the personnel, the offensive line holds this personnel discussion a little bit back more, but most Big Ten <laughs> coaches would love to have the personnel you have. Uh, you know, you ran, if, if, you know I, I say this to you, if, if you just want a power rushing type of attack, put Manning and Betts out there, use them on play yeah. action, they're big receivers, blocking receivers, um, and then you run Yant, you have your two tight ends set, which are two of your best players on the team. Uh, but all that makes too much sense, I think. Uh, so my overall grade is a D minus and that's probably being generous uh I don't know you you make a good argument for an F if you if you want to say just give them an F uh because it was a failure uh but I'll go but D a one possession failure once there you again. go another one possession <laughs> failure now you've got 18 of them uh in the Scott Frost era that's the only thing that was on the line at the end was was Nebraska going to get this close enough to help that awful uh. statistic and they did <laughs> nice. um and Nebraska did have more total yards and then yep. Purdue and stuff. But that was against the Prevent defense, which I think we should change the name <laughs> to Prevent defense because yeah. Prevent defense gives up a lot of yards and points most yeah. of the time. But it's just, you know, it's, it's out right. there to make sure you don't score within, like, you know, tick, burn yeah. some clock, basically. Who was it? it? What coach first said, only thing that a Prevent defense does is prevent you from winning? <laughs> uh, and I think that's uh, that's definitely true in some cases. Uh, let's do box tops. Let's get to it. All right, top 10 performances from the weekend in college football. And it was a pretty good weekend in college football. I don't know if anybody was watching too much or if you're too sad to watch any football. Uh, but there was some good action out there. Uh, we'll start with number 10, Jordan Mims, the running back from Fresno State. Uh, ran for 29 carries, 186 yards, and two touchdowns in a 30. 30- this is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Catch those springtime vibes all over Arizona. Break out of the winter blues by hitting the water at one of our lake and river parks. Take a hike among the wildflowers. Just make sure to stay on the trails and leave the flowers for the bees. Discover Arizona's best kept secret 
and visit azstateparks.com slash amazing to start your springtime adventure. To 20 victory over San Diego State. Uh, it na- knocked the Aztecs from the rankings of the undefeated teams. Yeah, I thought, you know, but we both said Fresno State's got a really good chance to win this game. Oh, yeah. Fresno State is just a good football team. And in fact, I th- kind of thought they would win. Yeah, and now they jumped into the top 25, and yeah. San Diego State's out of it, and they yeah. have identical records. So yeah. a good race there yeah. uh, in the Mountain West. Uh, number nine on my list, Clayton Toon. Actually, the combination of Clayton Toon and Nathaniel Dell, that's the Houston quarterback and wide receiver. Uh, Nath- uh, Toon threw for 412 yards and four touchdowns. Uh, Dell had three of those touchdowns and 165 yards as Houston got the win 44-37 over SMU to knock the Mustangs from the rankings of the unbeaten. Yeah, uh, that was a tie game, wasn't it? A tie game late, and then they kicked yeah. off, and a kickoff returned for a touchdown. Remind, their special right. teams reminded me of our special teams. Yeah, and, and much like the, the previous <laughs> example, Houston beats SMU. Now Houston's higher ranked than SMU, and they have identical records. So it was just a matter of time until those uh, undefeated teams played tests, you know, had this, these big a test, and, uh, you know, some of those second-best teams that we saw, yeah. second-best teams in the in the conference, took over as the first-best teams. Well, uh, SMU has to play Cincinnati still. Uh, yeah. That, that's their chance to spo- spoil their whole season. And unfortunately, Houston is not on Cincinnati's, despite being in the same conference. They're going to have to meet up in the championship game. Okay. Uh, but that, that should be good. Uh, number eight on my list, how about a guy that helped his team stay unbeaten? Sam Hartman, quarterback of Wake Forest. Uh, this was a blowout, 45-7 over Duke. Uh, 24 of 37, 402 yards and three touchdowns for Hartman. Now, we talked about some of those teams, Michigan, SMU, San Diego State, all uh, no longer undefeated. Wake Forest still undefeated. They're in the top 10. The other, only other undefeated teams in the nation now, Georgia, Cincinnati, Oklahoma, Michigan State, Wake Forest, as I mentioned, and Texas, San Antonio. How much money would you have made by betting Wake Forest to win the ACC? I think a lot of money. I think I mean, they haven't done it yet, but yeah. to even be 8-0, you would have won a ton of money. And how Wake about, Forest. you know, Kenneth Walker played there last year. What if Kenneth Walker stayed there? He's right. like a Heisman front runner. That's now. right. Uh, and he's going to be in New York City. Oh, yeah. there's no. I mean, he sealed the deal. As far as that is concerned, on Saturday, uh, yeah. but yeah, he might be. He might yeah. be on this list. He might be on this list. Okay, <laughs> yeah. uh, number seven on my list, though. Nakobe Dean, the linebacker from Georgia, he had a big pick six against Florida. There was like a, a it was like twelve plays where that game went from three to nothing to like twenty-seven to nothing, uh. and uh, Georgia took over uh, really quickly. The Bulldogs allowed five hundred seventy-one yards against Florida last season. That's the most of the Kirby Smart era. So they were out for blood. They were out for revenge against their heated rival, Florida. Uh, This time, the Gators managed no points, 11 first downs and 214 yards through the first three quarters. It looked like there was a chance that the NCAA record for Florida of scoring in a game might be in jeopardy. They have they have not been shut out Florida since before I was born. 1988 was wow. the last time that Florida has not scored in a game. They scored uh, a, a touchdown with three minutes left in the game. So unfortunately, Georgia would have loved to shut them out completely. Oh, absolutely. And and Georgia's defense, which we know is very good, has allowed 46 points all year. Yes, like it's amazing. one of the top two defenses in the last 50 years in the SEC. Yeah, they gave up seven points against Florida. Like I said, that late yeah. touchdown. Almost had a shutout. Three yeah. minutes, gave up a touchdown, and their points per game against them went up. 
because they came into the game right. averaging 6.6 right. and scored. Uh, Florida scored seven. So uh, a bad game for Georgia's defense. The I dynasty's guess. over uh, for, <laughs> for Georgia. Uh. Uh, number six on my list, Wisconsin linebacker. There have been a few Wisconsin linebackers on my list uh, throughout the year. Nick Herbig is the one this year. Six tackles this week, I should say. Six tackles, two and a half sacks, and a 27-7 win over Iowa. And, of course, uh, Wisconsin had a few turnovers that, I mean, Iowa's just turnover prone the offense lately uh, that allowed Wisconsin to get those those points the 27 points by Wisconsin uh, finally breaks Iowa's 29 game streak of holding opponents under 25 points so uh, the streak extends to 30 if you go under 27 points but they had a 29 game streak of holding opponents under 24 and Wisconsin's offense of all people is the one to break it but Iowa's offense is trash it's really rough right now they had 156 total yards they didn't have a yard through like, I mean, they had yards yeah. and then taken back. But they were at zero yards through like a quarter and a half of that and game. And three takeaways. And Petrus, I think, was benched at the end of that game. Uh, he's That's a bad offense. And they relied, you know, for most of the season on takeaways. And now they're not getting a lot of takeaways anymore because yeah. they can't get a lead. Well, uh, you can't consistently get four or five takeaways no, every game. They were doing that at the beginning yeah, of the year. Yeah, that, but that's tough to ask throughout yeah, a season. And now Wisconsin started to do it, and they weren't doing it at the start of the year. Yeah, and do, and now Wisconsin, now one game behind Minnesota and the Big Ten West standings. They have two losses in the Big Ten West. Minnesota only has one. Iowa now has two. So Minnesota overtakes the lead in the Big Ten West, and it should get interesting. It'll probably be down to Wisconsin and Minnesota now. Yep. Uh, I think Wisconsin's the best team in the West, and I think Minnesota's <laughs> second best. It's weird how these discussions change so dramatically, so quickly. Well, it's kind of frustrating, too, because it looked like, hey, maybe this Wisconsin thing is coming to a close. There'll be an opening for the West in the next few years. Nah. Uh, probably the Badgers no. will be in Indiana. As soon as again. they took the car keys away from Graham Mertz, said, you're not throwing. Yeah. Uh, it's worked out really well for them. Uh, number five on my list, Tyler Van Dyke, the Miami quarterback, 32 of 42, 426 yards, three touchdowns and an interception in a 38-34 shootout win to knock Pittsburgh out of the top 25. Uh, Van Dyke's 426 was the second highest total of the week, but also the second highest total of the game. <laughs> so Kenny Pickett of Pittsburgh threw for free 519. There are a lot of passing yards in that game. Um, but I mentioned this earlier. If you're a Miami fan... Yeah. Are you cheering on the Hurricanes to Manny, win that one, no, or do you, you want the Manny Diaz no, thing to come to a Man- close? I don't think you can be happy. I mean, that's a good win. Yeah. Uh, and Pittsburgh's a good football team, but you're thinking, oh, man, Manny Diaz is back. Yeah. And for the ACC, it knocked Pittsburgh out of the top 25. So, once again, Wake Forest, the only ACC team in the top 25. That's an awful conference. It's terrible. Yeah. It's, it's really, really bad. And a good thing that the Big Ten is now – in cahoots with them. A lot. Yeah, good thing they signed that deal. Yeah, that's a great deal. With well, the I guess it was a handshake deal. They don't Both, sign it. Yeah, it's a handshake deal. It doesn't mean anything, but still. Yeah. Uh, Clemson will be back. Clemson will be back. Yeah, hopefully Florida State and Miami, some of those brands will get up, but uh, might need a change in leadership there. Uh, number four on my list, Mississippi State's quarterback, Will Rogers, uh, uh, threw for 344 yards in Mississippi State's 31-17 upset victory over number 12, Kentucky. For what it's worth, Wandale. We always give the Wandale update if he's in the game. Nine receptions for 79 yards, so he had another good game. Um, but really, this this helped elevate the SEC West because Mississippi, Mississippi State now has a big victory, of course, against the, the East over there in Kentucky. The SEC West now has four ranked teams that are all six or two or better. Of course, Alabama being the top of that one at seven and one. But four teams six and two or better. 
Two teams 5-3 and three in Arkansas, who was a top-10 team earlier this year and has a couple big victories. And Mississippi State now has a big, big victory. And the worst team is 4-4 four and four LSU. So every team in the SEC West, which used yeah. to be dominant and then had a few years where there's some, some bottom feeders there, every team in the SEC West is above 500. And there's only one team in LSU that really isn't having a good season compared to what you know what people expected. Yeah, they've already fired their coach. Uh, but <laughs> yeah. You can almost guarantee that Mike Leach is going to win 6-7 games every year. Well, they didn't last year. That's why I was wondering. Well, you know, it was a short COVID, year, but I, COVID, they didn't do good last COVID, year. COVID, I threw everything out with COVID. Except for Scott Frost. Except, except for that. <laughs> except for that. Uh, number three on my list, Tyler Algier of BYU. If you didn't stay up for this one, this one was fun. BYU won 66-49 to over Virginia. Absolute shootout. Of course, Virginia has one of the top passing quarterbacks in the yeah. nation and Brennan Armstrong, but Algier had the game uh, this week. 266 yards. That was more than anybody in the nation on the ground on 29 carries and five touchdowns. He's trying to push Kenneth Walker to be the player of the week. I don't know if it quite worked because a victory against Virginia isn't quite a, a victory against Michigan, but that's a heck of a performance. Yeah, it's, it's really good. Uh, no defense. I mean, BYU, remember when they used to play defense? Yeah. <laughs> uh, boy, I, I don't think I've ever seen a BYU score back in the day uh, when they were throwing it all over the yard. Ty Detmer days. Yeah, the Ty Detmer days, but 66-49, that's crazy. Yeah, and BYU now back in the top 25 because of that victory. Uh, number two on my list. This guy's incredible. Caleb Williams again, 23 of 30, 402 yards and six touchdowns in the 52-21 win over Texas Tech. Um, you've mentioned it all year. You want to see him in New York because he's probably, I mean, if you just say who's one of the better players in college football, he's definitely one of the top four. But maybe all that preseason hype for Spitzer Rattler is going to get in the way of him being able to make it to I think it might help him. Uh, they get to the college football playoff and make some noise. I mean, the Heisman, I guess they, you know, you know the Heisman actually before that, right? Before yeah. Before the very end. But if I think he'll be in New York. He I th- might be. I think he's going to be in New York. He's going to have a case for it because every week he's he deserves to be in the top ten. Uh, number one on my list, of course, Kenneth Walker. The Michigan State running back, 23 carries, 197 yards, and five touchdowns in the big comeback victory over Michigan to take Paul Bunyan home with him uh, and, of course, knock Michigan out of the ranks of the undefeateds. And Kenneth Walker, I mean, it was not – I mean, that was, of course, the big noon game. The all eyes were on it. Um, That's a guy that's definitely going to be in New York, too. Might might have taken the Heisman lead at this point. I think he has. Um, I think he really has. Nebraska's the only team that's really shut him down this year. Yeah. Didn't have a first down in the second half. Uh, they completely shut him down, uh, and now he's shown that he's really good, but Nebraska's defense is just the best. <laughs> they were it. that week. They were that week. They, Starting they to fall off a little bit. Yeah, uh, a little bit. Uh, let's get to break and come back with more. It's Tom and Bach. You're listening to Tom and Bach. Watch live on Facebook, YouTube, or Twitch. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. 
Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.